millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The mid cheapies and the edge cheapies, two crazy positions that we're going to be updating along the way. This won't be all of the options that come up. Trials will show a lot. We found Max King in the trials last year, and he was a great cash cow. At the moment, there's a few different options. Nothing crazy, but we all really hope that something pops up in those trials. So we will update this after those trials and after team lists. Obviously, we've got the big cash cow Bible to come, which I know you guys all love. So we'll kick it off with the mids. And Stefano Utoikamanu, at 396k, averaged 27.7 last year, which is so low. He was one of the guys we started with at the beginning of the year, thinking it would be a really strong mid-range that could turn into a keeper, and he ended up down at 396. So obviously a low year, some injuries and bits and pieces that you know, really hurt him. Uh, but there's a chance that he can bounce back. You know, We saw what he did in 2021. Uh, it was COVID ball, but still... We showed what he could do if he was able to get big minutes and he's fit and firing. My main worry here for the Tigers and for his sake, a lot of people are talking about him as a great cash cow, but there's just so many forwards and you know, Bateman not, might not play from round one, but even if he comes in after round two or three and you know, you say you could get some decent minutes out of Stefano in that first few weeks, they've got guys like Isaiah Papali who are coming in and are going to play big minutes on edge. Bateman will play big minutes when he's there. Their, uh, their middle forwards in Joe O and Twali and these types of guys are big minute guys. So I can't see a lot from Stefano there in terms of the minutes. You saw last year the average of 32 in the 37 minutes. So that does show that he has a little bit of money to make just off, but just based off that average. But if you're looking for him to have sort of 8 to 10 points of value, then we're looking at 40 plus minutes. And can you get that? I'm not exactly sure. So at the moment, he's out of my team. I haven't considered him yet, but he's definitely someone to keep an eye on. If there are going to be some injuries and he can show some natural improvement again, likely did in his rookie year, then I think he's going to be a solid one to potentially uh, pop in your side. But yeah, I think he just needs to show it first before any of us pick him up in our sides there. Okay, we move on to Griffin Neem, and he's someone who had a pretty solid season, to be honest, at 372k, averaged to 24 Point four, which wasn't great fantasy-wise, but you're looking at the minutes there. 
when he did get over 30 minutes, he was 31 and a half points in 35 minutes. So if you think that he's someone that can potentially get those types of minutes this year, then there's obviously a bit of value in there. He is priced up a little bit. So you see these guys here at 368 and 367 with an average of 25.7. So at 372, he's priced at 26. So about five points of value if he's able to get those minutes. But there will be games where he is a little bit lower than that. So just be aware of that, guys. When you're looking at someone like Neem, that's nice if he gets over 30 minutes, but a lot of time he won't. So he's definitely improving. He showed a bit of attacking flair, some passes to Tamalolo. He uh, was able to score a trial to himself. So... Yeah, he's solid that way, but he just had too many games under that 30 minutes. He's at a very much an awkward price at 372, very much like Stefano there, and there's lots of forwards in that rotation. So Griffin, I'm passing at this point. Kenan Palacia, we've got him at 368K, average of 25.7, like we said. Pros for him, not a lot. He's a solid player, to be honest, but in terms of fantasy, not many pros on his side. You look at his cons there, he's got, he averages 29 when he plays 43 minutes, so PPM-wise, not strong at all around that 0.7. And really, I just don't think you can fall for it. He's got too many games, again, on that interchange bench with low minutes. He's had opportunities when he has played you know, decent minutes, but overall, not good enough at this price. You'd need him about 250 to to be worth it. And Ray Gula there, 367. So he's got that 25.7 average. Pros for him, the previous two years, he averaged 37. So 2020 and 21. That gives us obviously 11 points of value. That does not take into consideration the new offload rule or the tackle bus rule, which came into effect. So yeah, there's definitely an opportunity there. What we see is Adam Elliott leaving. So there's another middle forward role, which Horsburgh got big minutes, big enough minutes last year to show that he probably won't have a big increase, maybe a five minute increase that we spoke about. You've got Papali, you've got Tarpane, uh, and it's going to be dependent where guys like Elliot Whitehead play if he gets the 13 role and Horsbridge stays in the front row. That's probably the biggest question on Gula because if Whitehead is on that edge and you see CHN, for example, playing off the bench with Hudson Young on the other side, then I can definitely see Gula getting some good minutes and an improved PPM because last year was pretty poor. He had the 25 points in the 36 minutes there. So you'd be looking for Gula to get around that 40 minutes. But as I said, in those previous years, he was uh, had a habit of scoring tries and stuff. And as we know from those guys, if you saw that uh, that photo that just popped up, he has been absolutely training the house down, uh, according to Joey Tarpany. So uh, always great signs, right, coming into the fantasy season. But Gula, one of those guys that definitely is on my radar. 367 is a little bit of an annoying price for sure and has got no real clear role uh, but definitely someone that we can have a little bit interest in and just have a look at the makeup of the bench forwards and you know how that how that plays out in terms of a hooking option in there as well. Are they going to go with you know Starling on the bench? There's a little bit of chat of Danny Levi potentially getting some opportunities as well, which we'll have to update uh, in our cheapy Bible if he does get a spot there as well. So guys, if you haven't joined the private group yet, I would really appreciate that. There's heaps of merch. We've got lots of prizes, 5K in prizes, I've guaranteed there. Uh, you've obviously got the exclusive content and the events that we're throwing out there. There's a bunch of different options in terms of price, but would really appreciate if you could jump in. Support me uh, means the world if you could do that and you know get a lot of benefit and value out of it yourself. We moved to Jack Hetherington there with the Knights this year. 362K, average of 25.3. In 21, he averaged 33. What we're seeing here is him just playing too many different roles. He had a little bit of edge in 21, but a lot of time it was uh, either starting or bench forward, and he just 
really just does too many different things. And a lot of those different things are bad in terms of sin bins and penalties and errors and stuff like that. He can definitely be a solid player, but I don't know if the Knights, the Knights is the place for that to really show his potential. He's someone that has, yeah, as I said, struggled on and off over the last couple of years in terms of being able to get good minutes and also score well. So people are asking me if he does get that edge position, would you pick him up? And I just, I just don't see him playing big minutes. And a lot of time he will play a 50 minutes and, and get a 20 or 25 or 30. And it's just not enough. Like I can't see him playing 80. They've got too many guys like Fitzgibbon and Brody Jones and these types of guys that could take his spot. So position isn't safe either. There's just too much to think about with Hetherington and I'm probably going to leave him and let him go through the keeper that time. Hame Sele with the bunny. So he's a mid, the 336K, averaged 23.5 last year, which is not ideal at all. Pros for him last year, he averaged 30 in 37 minutes. So PPM is okay, about that 0.8. Uh, with Nichols gone, I see a little bit of an opportunity. It could be his, it could be Dabi Moale. There's a few different guys that could take that role for sure, but I just don't know if the role is there. Because if he can get somewhere around that 40 minutes, then we've probably got close to 10 points of value. But again, that is the worry. And you get him at 336. So he's not bottom dollar. He's not basement there like someone like Moale is. So that's the main issue I see with Hame. Uh, and we just don't have a clear role. So if there's some injuries in the middle forwards, like if uh, if Murray was to go down and they had to play a few different guys, then I can see him being an addition. But just remember, guys, that Jacob Host is back. He started the year last year and will move on to the edge pretty early and Jai Arrow would come into the middle. So they just have a lot of middle forwards Obviously, with Nichols gone, that you know, is a, a bit of a void. But remember that Host will go into that edge. Arrow will spend more time in the middle than he did last year. So just be aware of that. Makatoa, he's a very interesting one. I deep dived into him in the uh, private group live stream, live stream the other day. Uh, and I find him, as I said, very interesting there. 21.1 average last year. He looks like he's going to get a decent role the first three weeks with Mato out. There's a question mark after that. And that's probably the main issue that you see with him is that he goes, you know, probably back to a lower minute role. He could be out of the team completely with them having a lot of middle forwards at this stage. You know, they could play a different role. They do lose Oregon Kafusi, who played some decent minutes last year. So definitely some potential upside for Makatoa, given his PPM is pretty well won, uh, which is great. So, yeah, what you need to see after three weeks, he could have an injury to one of those forwards and, you know, that he could then play decent minutes for a while. But hopefully over those first few weeks, he can get sort of a 35 to, to 40 average and he can make sort of 80 to 100, 100K in that first three weeks and maybe as a lower break even, moves back to a lower minute roll, can make a little bit of money over the next few weeks and you can move him on anyway. So that's Makatoa, guys. Let me know your thoughts on him. Sean Kepi, we get him at 302K, average of 21.1 this uh, last year. Pros for him, still maybe a little value if he can get a roll, but... You know, with Manly being so poor last year, Kepi, unfortunately, hasn't been a great option for any team that he's played for. Um, he'll have a, a couple of decent games, and then he'll go back to sort of mediocrity around that 20 in, in uh, pretty average minutes. You look at those cons there, 27 in 40 is his PPM, which is not great, and he has a lot of games under 30 minutes, which is why his average is so low. So Kepi, I just have him in your black book, guys. I can see him playing a role at some point, having a stretch of good games or you know, big minutes, but... That PPM is not good enough for me. Ray Stone, 257. We're getting into the cheap guys now. He had an average of 18 last year, only had a couple of games. So pros for him, scored 26 when he got 35 minutes. So there's eight points of value straight up. Do we think he can get 35 minutes off the bench for the Dolphins? I definitely think there's a chance of it. 
The main worry is he gets like a 20 to 25 minute roll and doesn't really play a factor and doesn't really make us a lot of money. We want these types of guys, if you get a 25, 30, 35 minute roll, you can get close to a PPM of one. He's had, he's had games where he's had a solid PPM, like you can see here, 57 in an 80 minute games, uh, in one 80 minute game that he's played. So obviously PPM kind of, Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Stays the more minutes he gets, which is which is solid, but it's still not super high. That PPM, unfortunately, we just have an unrun role for him. He's going to need consistent time, which he's never got. So, can that happen with the Dolphins? We're going to have to see in trials. We're going to have to hear what Coach Bennett has to say before we make that decision on him. Franklin Pele. So, he made 250k. He moves to the Dogs this year from the Sharks. He never really got a chance. So he obviously didn't play at all last year. Bit of a wrecking ball, a big, big body. If he can get 30, 25 to 30 minutes, he should do really well because PPM is strong. Uh, he averaged 35 minutes in, in New South Wales Cup. So really, I suppose I put that as a con, but it just means that he won't really ever play the big minutes, even when he's one of the top dogs in a team. But again, in this position, 25 to 35 minutes will be hectic for him to make some good cash. So just keep an eye on him. If he, if it sounds like he's going to be a permanent fixture on that bench, then he could be a good one as well. But he's never had a chance and there's lots of forwards to feed at that doggies, no pun intended. All right, Trey Mooney with the Raiders. We get him at 250K as well. He's got a lot of wraps on him uh, and there's a good chance that he plays some middle, whether it's in the 13 role, which it sounds like he is accustomed to, or you know, just front row forward in general. I think he's going to be an option at some stage. I doubt he's going to play in that first game. But if he does, then you know, keep him in your black book and then potentially chuck him on your bench because he, he's a guy that if he can get 20, 25 minutes, he will be solid. I think you can, even if he is on that bench and you're like, oh, he's probably going to get 15 minutes and not score very well, we can wait on him. And then if he does really well and gets good minutes as an injury or something like that, we can trade someone out that's underperforming and get him in a cheap. And there's no worry there. You, miss, you might, you know, he's never going to, play 30, 40 minutes and score like a 60 and you know, gain 40, 50, 60K in that first week. So I think you can wait on guys like Mooney unless you really need him as a spot in your you know, end of your bench there at 21. Davin Wale at 250. So he averaged 16.7 last year. Pros for him, he was 17 and 22 minutes last year, which was all base. So there's no um, no attacking stats there. There was one game where he, you know, first game he made a line break early, but he had a, it was a super low minute game. Uh, he's got upside, but when's he going to play? We've been talking about him for a couple of years now. We've got Nichols gone. There's really just no certainty, though, with him. Um, and the PPM could improve a bit. You know, 17, 22 minutes when you're coming on as like a punch guy. Uh, isn't really ideal. Anywho, my best options, guys. We've got Makatoa up top. I just think he has the best opportunity to be a scorer in your 17. 
and make cash over the first three weeks. We've got Emre Gula, who I think can get back to some of his best if the role presents for him. You've got Ray Stone, who we're just unsure about what you know, role he's going to play, how many minutes he's going to get, but he should be able to make some money. And then you've got Hamesele and Moale. So whoever gets that role of that sort of 40 minutes, 30 minutes, will will do great. Uh, Moale just below, just because we've seen more from Sele. Moale, if he gets the role, then he's going to clearly be ahead of a couple of these guys. But otherwise, we're not exactly sure. So that's the mid-cheapies. We move to the edge now, guys. And uh, thanks for sticking around so far. I really appreciate that. If you're new here, just jump on and subscribe. Like the video, that'll be hectic. Thank you. Edge Chibis. So we got Jed Cartwright up top. Big thing for him is the jewel. At 372k, average 33.3 last year. He's been priced down, thankfully, to around that 26 mark. Uh, pros for him, when he got big minutes last year, 75 minutes a game, he averaged 38. So obviously nice. And if he can get a bunch of big games like that, then he's going to have a lot of value. Three games uh, was what he did that. So he's... Uh, is how he scored that exactly there. And he's priced at 26. In a good team, and he's dual. That's really all we need to know, but he's not gonna get that spot at the moment. He's gonna need an injury. And he's very versatile, which could mean he gets to play in the centers when we'd probably like him to play on an edge. And they've got guys like Jacob Host back. Arrow's gonna play there as well. So there's a bunch of these players that we shouldn't be too, uh, there's too many players in that position to, to stop him from getting a role. Mitchie Dunn, so 372K with the Cowboys. Average 20 last year, so pretty low. Pros for him, when he gets 70 minutes, he averages 38. So that gives us plenty of upside, around 12 points of upside there if he can get that. He should have the spot for the start of the season, which is great. Tom Gilbert moves on to the Dolphins. We see Lucy Lua who stood down at the moment. So, and Lukey's out. So done, should get a spot for the first month at least. And then you probably see him move to the bench or out of the side completely. So is four weeks enough for someone like this to make you 100K or so? I think it is, because if he can average 38, he will make that 100K in the first four weeks, which would be good. And you can have him as a starting player in your 17 as well. Cons last year, he only played the one game, um, and his spot's not safe. So, yeah, take that as you will. But I definitely have a fair bit of interest in Dunn. I think he can make the money and yeah, be a solid scorer. That's all you really need to think about at this point in the season. And injuries and stuff can come up uh, in that first four weeks, and he could get that spot for longer anyway. TC Rabadi with the Broncos, 360K. He averaged a 25 last year. So pros for him, he averaged 42 in the 71 minutes. He averages 42 in the 71 minutes he gets on an edge when he plays that position. So if he happened to get an edge spot at some point, four big minutes, then you'd go, yes, Rabadi's great. But at the moment, he's not going to get that spot. Off the bench, he averages 19 in 30. So really, you just got to let him go at the moment and potentially pick him up a bit later. He's pretty solid, but yeah, not much to say. Not much more to say on him. Shawnee Bloor, the Tigers there, average, uh, average zero last year because he didn't play. 250K, he got injured in the preseason, unfortunately. Pros for him, he might nab the, nab the edge spot, with especially Bateman not being there, potentially not being there to start the season or not being ready uh, to play big minutes, for example, considering he's only you know just getting over here shortly. Uh, average 44 in the 76 minutes when he got an edge spot. So obviously anything above 40 is going to be crazy. And he's had wraps for years. So is, is this a year that he finally gets a chance uh, and obviously coming off an injury as well? When he played bench minutes, he averaged 16 and a half in 24 minutes. So it wouldn't be enough to make him any cash. But Blory's someone in my team at the moment. I think he's going to get some type of position. Hopefully it's in the starting side on an edge. Uh, if Bateman's away for a few weeks, then even better. But if he's there, Bateman could play 13. Blory could be playing in the 11 role. We're not sure at this point, but that's that. Matt Dury, so 
with the Eels, 250k, there's a good chance that he gets a starting spot in a good team. But he does have Bryce Cartwright and Jack Murchie to worry about there. Uh, so if he gets a spot, you have to pick him up. But really, the cons, 29 in 65 minutes is pretty poor for PPM-wise. And no first grade in over a year. So really, it's a bit of a worry. Is he good enough to get that spot? Uh, we all hope he is at 250k. Uh, but really, his, his spot would be a little bit uncertain. No, no guarantees that he could keep that for sure. Ben Trebojevic, brother of Tom and Jake there. We've got the dual position there, edge and center, which is great. 250K, average 18.7, which is not very nice. So surely there's some team improvement on his side. Big worries for him is that he averaged 16 in 34 minutes, which is not very good. One good score he had was 64, and that was a two-try effort. So yeah, very much a worry for him, and there's no spot at the moment. So don't get caught up in that hype and pop him in your team because yeah, even if he's on the bench, it's not going to be good. Bryce Cartwright, we spoke about that with Dury, that he could get that uh, starting spot for the Eels there. He can really pile on points if he gets to start. You know, he has seasons there where he's averaged over 40, over 50. So if he gets a chance at some point, can he relive some of that old form? Because last year, last year he didn't get to average very much. So there you go. Cons for him, the one game over 40 minutes in over a year. That says enough that he's probably not going to get that role. But if he does, then we'll, uh, we'll talk about him further. Justin Matamua, so 230K now. We're down to the real basement price, guys. He only got the 13.5 average last year. Has a really nice work rate because he only played a couple of games there. One missed tackle from 29 tackles, which is absolutely hectic. If we can get that from any forward, we're going to be very, very happy with that tackle efficiency. He's at base price. It's exciting. Like if he does get an opportunity, as I said, there's so many middle forwards in that Tigers outfit. We're looking to try and get some game time for Stefano Uitukamanu. Matamua, is he even going to get many minutes at all or is he gonna you know he got his last he got his first two games in round 24 and 25 the last two rounds last year so does he get an opportunity this year i'm not exactly sure we'll have to find out in trials if he really impresses and maybe he could be the max king type of guy if he can sink 30 or 40 minutes in this tigers pack uh if he offers some type of different punch off the bench then i think he's going to be great so let's wait out four trials and see what happens all right, we have Haas here, the uh, the youngster, the youngster Haas for, with the with the Titans there, 230K and averages 16. So he got to play the last two games. He did average 30 minutes across those two games. So not ideal in terms of PPM, but he obviously got some upside and he's young. So just keep him in the in the black book for sure. Uh, if he gets an opportunity up there and you know, maybe Tino's out or something like that. So those big minutes in the middle, then he could potentially get some decent option. A decent playing time. Howarth, Jackson Howarth there. We've got 230K for him. Obviously, he didn't play last year. He played in the trials, and we saw that he had some skill, but he's obviously very young, very raw. He's 19 still, and yeah, they've signed him to a massive deal. He's got five years, I don't know, 500K a year or something he's picked up with the Storm, so they obviously have big wraps on him. They want to lock him up. So they'll definitely use him at some point, but last year he played in the reserve grade the whole year. So he got to play against men, got to get a lot better, you would hope. Uh, and you know, I definitely think he's an opportunity. He's gonna have to get an opportunity at some point this year to do really well. And I really hope he does because we were excited about him last year, but he's just super young and, and wasn't ready. Um, but hopefully this year he is. So that's the two guys, the best options here. I think uh, Dunn is gonna be the best to start the season with at 372. He's got you know, some game time. You can play him in your 17. He's gonna make you some money. Shawnee Bloor is the second guy. If he can get a spot, he could you know, overtake Dunn. But at this point, I think Dunn's the best. Bloor is second. You got Dury if he gets a start. Matamua if he can get some decent minutes. And then we have no idea about Howes at the moment. But I can see 
uh, some exciting things from uh, his point of view. So that's the video, guys. I hope you enjoyed the mid cheapies and also the edge cheapies. As I said, jump into that private group, guys. Uh, all the stuff's in the description to, to jump in there. Check them all out. Read the, read the description on them all. And I hope to see you in there uh, so I can reply to you and uh, we can have a great season. See you later, guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.